Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. With Alan still missing, our heroes are struggling to free Fandolin from the forces of the Unseen Hand. But can our heroes trust the former mayor's information? Will their midnight meeting with James from the bar turn out to be a trap? And is anyone going to worry about Bucky at all? Find out next on Dumb Dumbs and Dragons. Okay, we're taking this guy down, right? <laughs> oh, yes. Jennifer coming around. I like this. Not person. necessarily killing him. No, no, she's on team murder. Let's yeah. do no, it. No, 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 so where are they? Are they dead? Are they kidnapped? What the fuck's going oh, on? I don't know. It all happened so quickly. When the syndicate arrived, they very quickly secured the town, and then goblins showed up, and they go in and out of the old... Oh, your, your, your temple. Uh, you know, the, the gift shop. They okay, just going to stop you there, hard on, before we find out the fate of Moonhammer's temple. Let's talk some numbers first, just because I'm pretty sure my associate here is going to go completely ape shit. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. If we're looking to win this town back, how many adversaries total? Goblins, syndicate, all of it. I haven't been counting. Well, the syndicate left after they established the garrison So it's Beryl and goblins. Yes, there's someone who's been meeting with Beryl. I think he's representative of the syndicate. Do you think the syndicate guy is a magician or some kind, or a fighter, Uh, or what? He looks like a fighter. He's he's one of those uh, scary, thin, sleek guys, probably like a sword fighter of some sort. Okay. That's pretty good intel. Beryl, magic? user or brawler or what? He's, he's, a, he's a freak of nature. He's a monster. But when you say monster... I, 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 is he are there a any literal monsters <laughs> is he on the payroll? I guess I didn't make myself clear. He's merged with the barrel. Yeah, no, you did not make that clear. What oh, the hell? That's, that's He's merged with the barrel? His skin seems to have merged with some kind of wooden barrel. I don't know why. I don't know why anyone would be like that, but he's basically just a giant barrel with huge arms and legs. And, <laughs> and his name and is he's got Beryl. a stretched out face. Well, that's, that's, what he started, is, that's what he started calling himself. I am in character laughing. I start laughing as well. That's one of the most amazing names I've ever heard in my life. Hey, butthole, I'm, so sorry. I'm so sorry. Our worst adversary yet. I know. A man fortified with the power of barrel. This is a new kind of life. This is beautiful. <laughs> Everybody shut up. My fucking temple could be ruined. Chuckling about fucking Barrel. We don't know if the dwarves are fucking dead. We don't know if Garel is dead. Everyone in there could be a hostage. Or they could all be racist assholes. The Unseen Hand are here, and we're all chuckling about fucking Barrel. 
What the fuck happened to my temple? The moment just seemed really heavy. I think you just need to visualize it. <laughs> I'm visualizing my temple being burned over the bodies of Nundren and Gundren. Oh, I see why that would put you in a Yeah, it's almost like Beryl's not funny with the homicide of people we've known for years that entrusted us with their care. What the fuck happened to the temple? After they took control of the town, they built something in it because it started belching smoke and that the goblins would go in and they'd come out different. They'd come out scary. Remember how funny they used to be? They're not funny anymore. Then I think we've got some things to deal with. Step one. Make me mayor again. Honestly, hard on if you don't shut up, this is going to go real bad for you now. Because seeing as there's no resistance whatsoever, and you were just sitting in front of the mayor's office, you might fall in that collaborator category, and it tends to go pretty bad for well, collaborators. Well, I have never been a collaborator with anyone other than that one time with the Red Brand Gang back in the day, but other than that, never. And that's why you're going to be safe, and you're going to be quiet. You make a good point. I'm going to give the mayor one of my daggers, and I say, you're with us now, and that means that you're part of the resistance. Viva la resistance, am I right? right? Yes, you are right. Yeah. So <laughs> we, got a, we got a meeting here at midnight that'll get us more of our information, hopefully. Meeting with who? I'm not telling you that. Welcome to the lowest level of the resistance. You now get to sit within our sight until midnight. And he kind of looks cheap, she's like, can, can I be the mayor of the resistance? Oh my god, yes, you're the mayor of the resistance. I'm the mayor of the resistance! Shut up, but I'm the king, Quinny's the crown prince, and she's a baron. But I'm the mayor. And he goes and sits down on his log very happily. I feel like I might still want to check the blacksmith. Okay. Because we did have a rapport with him. We brought him his tools. He crafted silvered weapons for us. I'm just going to follow Quinny. And Butthole? I'm going to have to babysit the mayor because we can't trust him to not go fuck around. You could bring him somewhere with you. Do you want him walking around town? He said if we saw him talking to us, he'd get busted. If he's walking around with us, we're going to get caught. We stand out a little bit. Do you want to tie him to a tree? Yes. <laughs> so we're going to tie him up in the house where we're going to do our meeting and we're going to gag him. As you walk away, you just hear muffled, I'm this house. And then we close the door <laughs> and we go to the blacksmith. So along the way, Juniper, tell us a little bit about yourself. What You're brings you here? You got the right? prophecy. Pretty much the prophecy. But I mean, where are you from? Down south. What's, what's the place called? We just kind of move around. Well, who's we? Me and my family and our community. Nice. My family are, are aristocratic murderers, and I had to murder my brother. Quinny's family are farmers. We're kind of nomads. Ooh, so what do you run it from? It sounds like you got a saucy backstory. Nothing. That's, we just like to live amongst nature cool. and the natural world. And then when we run into, you know, people having a rough time, go help them out. It's not too much of a personal question. As a paladin, just curious, mm -hmm. what's your god situation like? Pretty tight with Sylvanus. Oh, yeah? Some people say Sylvanus, but right, okay. it doesn't matter. Who's that, then? God of wild nature. How do you feel about all this uh, smoke pouring out of an old house? Not great. I don't like it. So you're not an industrialization fan? Just because it causes so much destruction. So you're looking for, like, you know, more sustainable options. Sure, if that's how you want to put it. I feel like that might not be important to us as a culture right now, but give us a few thousand years, and I feel like it's going to be a really big thing. I just think life is the best thing we have. Ugh, are we there yet? <laughs> you say standing directly outside the blacksmith shop. Yeah, so I, I said it specifically to be mean. <laughs> and in we go. So you walk in and you can hear the sort of standard sounds of smiting. Behind the counter, you see a jacked up goblin wearing an apron and heavy gloves, pounding away on an anvil with what look like master tools. I'm going to say, uh, hey, where's the old guy? Old guy? Oh, no, this is this is my shop. Always has been. For how long? For years. Since the old guy left. He just left. He just left. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, he, he just, just left. Yeah, he just no, up and left. He just left. So what are your prices like, friend? What do you got on offer? I imagine you must have a specialty. No, I'm uh, actually very busy. I've got to keep the town garrison supplied. So, you know, just, just 
Building away. So nothing's for sale? Well, what do you want? I'm saying, what do you do well? The last guy, we know what he did. You got the master tools. Clearly, you're a master. You got those big, beefy arms. You know how to make stuff. What do you make good? Swords, bows, shields. <sighs> Nuts. I'm a hammer guy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> no hammers here. If I were to look around the shop, would I see anything out of place? or will be an investigation check. Six. The shop is much more cluttered than you remember it being. Mm. There seems to be less care taken. There's there's a lot of stuff kind of around. You notice that most of the armor and gear is built smaller. It's more goblin sized. Mm. Everything's got a little bit more of a like a chaos from Warhammer vibe to it. So it's very forsaken, as it were. Yeah, everything's a little pointier. Juniper, can you roll me a perception check, please? Sure. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> you would never wear any of this stuff. The embellishment all seems unnecessary yeah. and spiky. Butthole, can you roll me a perception check, please? Or an investigation check. Four. I'm not even going to cast guidance. Honestly, the moment okay. I walked in, I saw the goblin. I was like, well, we can leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not in, I'm, like, I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> what can I call you there, blacksmith? Call me Squiggles McDoodle. You say you've been here since forever or whatever. Oh, yeah. What happened to the uh, Timora Temple? We rolled through this town... I don't know, ages ago. And that place seems to be in rough shape now. Yeah, I don't know. The Baron's got no time for gods. If we had met under different circumstances, Barrel sounds like my kind of guy. All right, well, thanks a lot. As you start to leave the shop in the corner, buried beneath some shields and swords and such, you can see a skeleton that looks like it's been fully bronzed. You do art? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Occasionally. Can I, like, look into that further to see if it is anatomically correct skeleton? (laughs) I was going to say, having spotted this, my eyes get a little bit darker, and I'm going to go take a close look at this skeleton. Oh, hey, guys, that's that's really just a side project. You don't need to pay much attention to that. Does that skeleton look anything like our friend the blacksmith, if I I were to look for clues? It it is anatomically correct. Barrel-chested. It's a big-looking skeleton. The only thing I'm just trying to parse out here is we encountered skeletons in the Red Brand base. Or is this the bones of a friend and ally? That's the, just the one last thing I'm trying to parse out. I look over at Quinny <laughs> and I see him asking me for like a subtle answer. Yeah. And I nod. Oh, I got it. Is this the skeleton of the blacksmith? Well, no, I told you he left. Did he leave his bones behind? No, no, he took everything he owned and he left. So I'm going to take my Warhammer, Moonlightbringer, because I feel like I know how tall he is in Warhammers. I don't understand <laughs> anything else. It's just insightful. So I go over to the skeleton, and I'm just holding up Moonlightbringer to figure out if it's the right hey, height hey, look, as the you, blacksmith. You, you, this is freaking me out, okay? Leave my art project alone. And be on your way. What kind of height are we looking at on this? I mean, roll me religion because you're thinking in hammers now. Yeah. <laughs> that might not now be helpful. You're thinking me. with hammers. Nine. You never bother to measure the blacksmith in hammers. I'm still not sure, so I feel like I've just got to do what I should have done in the first place. I'm all trying to math it out myself, and that's not what you do as a cleric. And I take a knee Snap and there. I pray. And I go, do you know what? You're right. I am so sorry. This has been a really complicated day. I didn't mean for any of this to happen. And then I jump over the counter and I tackle her. I say, no, no, no. (laughs) Roll initiative. Nat 20. Nine for Quinny. Nat one. (laughs) You just jump and fall on your face. I'm hoping I get that surprise around, though. I will give you a surprise. Uh, thank Moonhammer. You are going to have disadvantage, though, because based on how shifty you guys were, yeah, no, she wasn't not... completely unprepared. That's valid. So what do you do? She's looking pretty burly. I'm just going to try to end this one as quick as I can. So I'm bringing Moonlightbringer, but instead of going for the full hammer hit, I'm going up and over, and I'm going to try to hit her with the butt of the weapon to the head. Like, I want to knock her out. The first hit's coming from me. <laughs> this is going to be such overkill, but we really need her to just be quiet. 17 to hit. Yes, that'll hit. And then I'm going to use my body. So it's like the hammer one and then the full body. I want to kind of hit her into her anvil. Sure. 24. Yep, that'll also hit. 12 damage from the first hit. 
nine damage from the second. So my first one will have been charged up by Moonhammer. So it's also got the power of farts. So as I fly through the air, I fart as I go forwards. And then the top of my hammer, you see the golden butt flip around and just shoots so it like jams even harder out of my hands. So we'll add an extra four damage to the total. Right, so that yeah. brings us up to 25. Yep. Good thing you got that four damage. She goes down hard. And I say perfect. Not perfect, but whole. She was making weapons and armor for the whole garrison. What's going to happen when they realize that production has stopped? They're going to have fewer swords. They're she- also going to be looking for the people that attacked her. She killed this fucking blacksmith. Yes, I know. She was going to get her come up. Okay, we were going to murder or whatever the shit out of her, but we need to meet these people at midnight tonight. It hasn't happened yet. This is fine. We take her, we take the master tools, we have a hostage, and we go meet him at fucking midnight. It's already late. What time is it? No, it's like afternoon. Yeah, it's late. It's afternoon, (laughs) you. (laughs) We heard the sound of a hammer hitting a sword and stuff like that, like the blacksmith sounds. You summoned a hand before? Can you summon a hand now to just tap on shit for an hour? I guess. Hope no one opens the fucking door. We'll lock the door and go out the back. Would the mayor do? it yeah if we tell him he's the mayor of the blacksmith yeah five minutes later i am the mayor (laughs) of blacksmith (laughs) perfect so i tie up our goblin we like gag her i put her in a bag so i can carry around looking like it's a purchase like it's got the blacksmith logo on it and then anything of value we're just going to look through and loot honestly most of the stuff is pretty standard gear juniper you take a couple seconds to use some of the tools on site to tool up the crossbow that they gave you Mm. it doesn't take much just take some oiling and retuning it and some polishing quinny as you're looting through stuff you actually find a bundle Mm. that's been tied so naturally it piques your interest so a bindle a bindle good old-fashioned bindle bindle bundle and you see a weird tag on it that says to goblin jr to goblin jr I'm going to open the bundle. So inside, you see the most spectacularly intricate wolf armor you've ever seen. And it seems to show bass reliefs of your adventures, and it shows some of like the great triumphs you guys have had. It's got full holsters for the hammers. It's incredibly fine armor. Well, I'll, I'll wrap it back up. Yep. And there's a note that says, to my favorite adventurer. I'm assuming that's more of a personal note for the wolf to read? What'd you find? Armor for Goblin Jr. Ah, oh, fuck yeah. That sounds like our blacksmith. R.I.P. Bronzy. And I turn around and salute the bronze skeleton. It does not salute back. Are his bronze bones sectional like you can take uh, him apart? No. No? It's kind of fused together. You get the sense that he was probably dipped into it. I wanted to give him a proper burial, but I can't walk out of here with a full-size skeleton. <laughs> we already got a lot of clanging coming out of here, right? And I take Moonlight Bringer and I want to try to knock the skull off the corpse. What are you doing? <laughs> Roll. Strength check, please. 16. You swing hard, you swing mightily. Seems the craftsmanship on this skeleton was not great. The head collapses. Sometimes I wonder if you were a cleric at all. I turn around and say, for you, friend, and I fart into the skull. And then I'm like, he's gone. He's in a better place. So I've just watched you objectively... desecrate this person's No, remains. I was putting him to rest. Right now they thought they made art out of him. I brought him back to what he should be, which is a collapsing, shambling mess. <laughs> and then I gave him the power of farts. Moonhammer's going to look after him. He's going to have a great to time in hell. drag him over to the Temple of Timora or something. Honestly, you don't need to do that with the skeleton. He's in hell where he should be with Moonhammer. I put my hand on Butthole's shoulder. I said, as long as you're expressing your faith through joy, that's all we can hope for. That's literally one of the three parts of the faith. That's oh, beautiful. And it's half of the third what part god a moon hammer the goddess of strength joy and flatulence the last one is made up of the first two interesting i'm leaving okay you've heard of him i've heard of moon hammer i knew i was doing my work for a reason okay come on we're gonna be best friends uh, and then we'll sure, follow Quinny yeah. out can you roll me a history check sure 
What horrible thing Ten. do you know Moonhammer for? It's weird that he seems so overjoyed about this because Moonhammer is from one of the oldest, oldest stories that your people know. So as we're walking back, we can keep talking. I've got my like goblin in a bag over one shoulder. If I had a dollar for every time you guys stuffed someone in a bag. <laughs> yeah. Question about Moonhammer. How did you come to follow Moonhammer? Long story short, parents of murderers wanted to make me the vessel for the god of war, got abandoned on a battlefield, worked with the mercenary company, almost saw my friend Sarge die. Then boom, Moonhammer's in my head. And I was like, you will live. And then he lived and now I, I fart all over the place and fight for the goddess. What do you know about Moonhammer? In my people's histories and, and what we've passed on from generations, I've heard mention. Well, I'm hoping good things. Don't really know yeah. much. I mean, the flaws of that oral history. I mean, she seemed okay. I'll take what I can get. The important thing is, she's real. Isn't that annoying, huh, Quinny? I'm walking like maybe three paces ahead of you guys, not, huh, not Quinny? addressing. Huh, Quinny? Isn't it amazing that Moonhammer's real and just ancient? See shaking his head from the back. Isn't it real? Like, great that all gods are real? That, like, you have to show them fealty? And that they, like, give you things? Like, remember when you thought my powers weren't from the goddess, and then you met the goddess, and then she saved your soul from hell? You remember that, Quinny? It's just the whole walk. Just <laughs> no, just a one-sided It's just rubbing Quinny's nose in it. I'm just amazed how active Moonhammer has been in your life. To me, that doesn't really seem normal. No, I'm a special boy. Like, that's the thing. I'm great, and I fart a lot, and, like, a lot of the things just sort of line up, and then boom. Also, I mean, we were at this cloning facility, and the lady said that she made me the vessel, but then... Quinny demanded to change bodies and the room exploded Wait. before I could find out about my personal history. And then my head almost blew off and then what? she died. Uh, Welcome to the resistance. <laughs> Hello, I am Bernard Sherbert, the survivalist Rupert from Dum Dums and Dragons, and I am here to help you survive the boredom of day-to-day -day life by helping to engage in the wonderful storytelling, whimsy, comedy, and occasional tragedy of the Dum Dums and Dragons adventures. If you would like to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that is D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, and you can join for as little as $1 a month, which will gain access to our Patreon-only Discord, where you can hang out with other people who have also listened to the things you have listened to and seen the things you have seen and thus can describe them with you. Or, at higher levels, you can get ad-free feeds where you can avoid ads like this one, or alternatively, at even higher levels, you can add an NPC name, like Bourbon Gerbert was, or you can add your own NPC that you build at the highest level and get your name in the credits. Name in the credits. Name in the credits. Sorry, I had to say that three times because it is very, very, very cool. This has been Bourbon Sherbert, encouraging you to go join patreon.com slash dumdumdice. See you in the future. Bleep bloop. So you arrive back at the uh, mining office. It is evening. Sun's gone down. I assume you tie the goblin up and leave her in the yeah. bag somewhere. I pass my uh, goggles of the owl over to Butthole as I don't seem to need them anymore. I put them on and I look bang and... Yeah, we're going to wait for our meeting. And then I figured we can interrogate this goblin if we need to afterwards. I don't believe in Samari executions, but if we could confirm that that was the blacksmith, then we're going to have a different approach to this town than if it turns out all the people are like in a cage somewhere. Right. I mean, I know that was the blacksmith, but as a guy who was falsely accused of some crimes and almost executed, I do believe in the legal process a little bit. So I said, do you want to go bad cop on the goblin? Let's wait to see what we hear from everybody else before we... Admittedly, I don't think you should be bad cop. Ever again? I'll be the bad cop. Great. We have a plan. So midnight comes around and Uncle James shows up. He's brought a couple of the uh, kitchen goblins with him. Scrawny? Yep, scrawny goblins. 
Hello? 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 Just come in here. You don't have to do the yelling if we're going to be sneaky. Oh, okay. Sorry, I've never done this before. We bring him into the shack and we he close comes the in, door. And the goblins immediately rush up and hug you. And I hug them too, man. I've They're missed like, oh. huggy goblins so much. Oh. We, we, thank you. You really, it's so good to see you again after King Pim Pim's death. I can't say it. And one of the goblins goes to the corner and starts weeping. He's just hugging the leg of the walking table. And one of the walking table's other legs comes over and just pets it on the back. (laughs) (laughs) But it's gentler than it sounds. I feel better. Yeah. (laughs) He says, yes, the unionized goblins told me that they knew you from before. So I I brought a couple of them. There's not many of them left. What happened to the union? What's going on, guys? What happened, to Pim Pim? what happened to everybody? Uncle James doesn't know who Little Pim Pim is, but one of the goblins explains that in the attempt to kind of shore up the area, the uh, syndicate hit. Craigmore looted the place, destroyed it. There's an elite unit that basically everyone is terrified of that burned through that place, killed a bunch of people. Some of the union goblins managed to escape. A couple of the kitchen workers managed to get out. But generally speaking, they killed almost everyone inside. They don't know what happened to Garvo, but as they were escaping, saw Little Pim Pim go down in a blaze of flaming glory. They know that his head is mounted outside of the keep. Jeez. Wow. Moonhammer. Oh, and I just like put two hands on my head and I just have a long mournful fart. Like it's high pitched and it plays through almost the entire tune of Amazing Grace without stopping. <laughs> and the two and goblins kind of hop off. in there because, you know, they spend some time at the multi-faith temple in Craigmore Keep. <sighs> okay, what about the town? They hate dwarves. We think the blacksmith's dead. Like what happened to the decent people who were here? Uncle James is like, look, I- I'm sorry, I... I used to be a chef for Greywater, and when uh, when they took over the place, they installed me. They wanted me to take care of the shop. We, we rebranded it so they didn't have the dwarves, because uh, as you know, uh, the barrel hates dwarves something awful. So I've just been carrying on as best I can. First question, what happened to the dwarves? I, I don't know. By the time I arrived, the restaurant was empty. Goblins, you guys know? And one of them is just still weeping about Pim Pim, and the other one says, uh, no, no, I don't know anything about any dwarves. Would this one know? And I reference the blacksmith goblin. Oh, maybe that's her. Maybe, but you should be careful. The ones who've taken the dose, they're uh, pretty mean. You know about what happens to these goblins? They've been dosing, man. With what? You guys opened a gift shop for, for Moonhammer, right? I'm new here. We opened a temple for Moonhammer. Yeah, this is Juniper. She's new. Uh, we like her. She's heard of Moonhammer. Great. How do you feel about unions? It's the best thing that's ever happened. Oh, if this lady gets... I like you. Uh, I, I like, like you, you I'm too. glad you've been adventuring oh. with our friends for so long. Can I have a hug? Yeah, okay. Oh, amazing. So they come over and give you a little goblin hug, and they're like, oh, wait, uh, where's Alan? Guys, it's not good news on the Alan front, but we're going to sort that oh, out. Oh, God. First Pim Pim, then Garvo. No, no. Uh, he Garvo. was wasting away and... Oh, no, Garvel should be fine. We sorted out well, the wasting. Yeah, I know. He looked healthier when he came back to the temple, but I don't know if he made it. God damn it. This has been a real purge scenario going on here. Okay, I just got to ask one more question, and I just rest a hand on James' shoulder that's, like, gentle but a little bit threatening mm-hmm. simultaneously. You mentioned Greywater? Yeah, yeah. The syndicate. This is They're very the same thing. This is very bothersome. The Greywater syndicate was the term. They're working for the Unseen Hand now? Oh, Yeah. The commander signed up as soon as they invaded. Why do I have to kill everything I once loved? Just why? Just why? 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 And then I I can do a snap prayer. Oh, because I'm a piece of shit. Wonderful. (laughs) Wonderful. It's because I'm terrible. Wait, did did you used to serve? Yes. I served under Captain Potatoes. I served years ago before they did any of this shit. You know the commander? Commander Potatoes? Yeah. He's been running the syndicate. There's been some dissension in the ranks, but no, he's... Oh, there's going to be some more coming up. He and his fries, they're the ones who took the keep. They're fries? This is a real problem for me. One of them's in town right now. 
Which one? What's his name? Curly, Onion, Sweet Potato, McCain, Smiley Face. No, those are all legends. They all die. Oh, yeah, okay. Thank uh, God I didn't want to have to fight any of them. <laughs> his name is You Me Too. He's, he's a more recent recruit to the Fries. He's unlike anything I've ever seen. I, I only saw him in combat once, but he was like a blur. He killed 10 men in the blink of an eye. So where does he stay in the city? He's been uh, checking in on, on the barrel. I mean, as you can imagine, a man who's fused with a barrel isn't exactly a, a sound leadership model. <laughs> Oh, sure. Now it's funny. <laughs> I mean, that deduction makes a lot of sense. I mean, now it's funny. I mean, everyone else is dead and I'm going to have to kill everyone I love, but it pushes a nihilistic humor into your, your heart. Okay. So does he like get his meals here? Does he stay in the inn? What does he do? I mean, they've both been staying up at the mansion. How many people are in the town that aren't syndicate related? Most of the people here aren't syndicate. Most of the people have lived here for some time. They just... Once the, the syndicate made it pretty clear, they killed the town watch. They instated Beryl as, as uh, the magister. I mean... I don't know. That that other mayor seemed like a prick. Prick or not, he was not half person, half yeah, barrel. I, I, yes. Didn't kill the town's guard. Well, I mean... Didn't we, abolish we, we, none of us. None of us can fuck with the goblins, man. Have you seen them? They're huge. Here's the question. How would we draw Yumi 2 out of the town if we don't want to fight him in a fortress? Is there anything he checks out if stuff goes on? Like if there was a fire or if like... They well, I mean, look, if something? you disrupted... They've been using the still they've set up to distill the serum that they're using on the goblins up that old weird mansion temple thing. Okay, you guys just stay there for a second. I want to huddle up with the team. I pull these two over and Goblin Jr. trots over because we brought him in the table around. Goblin Jr., Queenie has armor for you. Go put this on. You can put it on while we talk. Snarf? And he's single tear as he kind of nudges it and he looks at you guys expectantly like, Snarf, Snarf? I know, it's for you. Uh, he didn't make it, but I did a nice funeral. I farted right in his skull. Snarf! <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Listen, I want to kill all the goblins and we got to blow up this fucking distillery. I don't know, we got Yumi too, we got to deal with. We need info. Yeah, we got to go to the source for this and we can't keep asking around the town. Everything we need is in that building. The only other question I have is, do you think... We should dose ourselves when we get in there. Because it seems to make you a lot stronger and a lot tougher. And maybe evil? Look at those goblins. Do you think these goblins are evil? You can't judge all goblins on the same scale. Hashtag not all goblins. But these goblins haven't dosed. So that yeah. reinforces her point. Okay, goblins. Yeah? Before they got dosed, were these goblins evil or does the dosing make them evil? Oh, yeah. There were some of those guys that uh, that didn't, didn't want to join up with Pim Pim. Guys, they were evil guys. Is any nice goblin taking a dose? They're not pro-union, so they're yeah. just roided out bastards. They, they, they're scabs. <laughs> they crossed the line to work for evil. Would you guys want to take a dose to get oh, strong? Oh, no, no. Why not? Sure, we're small and squishy and, and perpetually terrified, and, you know, sometimes we get murdered. Did you know, after you guys left, we went in one of the bed chambers in the castle, and there were just a bunch of goblins just fucking caught up in their beds. Quinny, without, like, skipping a beat, is like, huh. And Goblin Jr. looks at Quinny's like, snarf. So the goblins uh, are going to need to return to distant relatives' regular beverage shop. All right. So we've got this goblin here we can interrogate to find out what it's... She's taken her dose, so clearly we can find out what the hell it's like inside the distillery. We might be able to find out how many goblins there are, or at least how many are on shift. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Juniper, yeah, yeah. Juniper you wanted to try bad cop. Sure. So I'll play nice guy. I'll be a lookout. Juniper, have you done good cop, bad cop before? Yeah, I've done this before. I I'm going to step outside, and then when you need me... You let me know. 
okay, cool. I'm going to, I'm going to prepare myself. And then I turn to the captive who's like two feet away and has heard us have this whole conversation. (laughs) And I I say, Hey buddy. And I I untie her mouth and I'm like, let's not do any screaming. Uh, We can make this work. You enter her mouth and when you take her out of the bag, you see her muscles are rippling and her eyes, like her pupils are really tiny. And she's just like, please, I need, I need my dose. We'll get you a dose. I think that's reasonable. Please give me a dose. But you need some answers first. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it hurts, but you're going to have to answer questions before we can get you the dose. I need my dose. Okay, how many goblins are there on army team? I, I don't I don't know. I'm just a blacksmith. But see, you do supply all of them, which means if you think about it, you're going to know how much stuff you've made and how much they're wearing. You know the rate of wear and repair. That's your business. Yeah, but I'm also supplying an army. Well, I need you to focus a little more locally right now. Can you roll me a persuasion check? 25. So she rattles off a number. It seems the goblin garrison's roughly 20. The distillery where the dose is. I mean, do you know how that whole building's laid out? Like if we know, because here's the thing. We want to get you the dose, but we can't let you loose because that, that causes problems. But I need to be able to sneak in, sneak out to get you a dose. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, yeah when we go in for our doses, we go in and there, there's, a, there's a large room. There's, there's a bunch of shelves full of bullshit and garbage that they just pushed out of the way. Uh, and there's chairs and we sit in the chairs and then they give us the dose and then, then we feel good again. Okay, so you just go in the front door? Yeah, to, to, to get... To, to, to get to, to receive the dose. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where you go for the dose. You need the dose. Is there security up front? Like if we were to go yeah, in yeah, at yeah, night? Yeah, yeah, security, there's security. Yeah, yeah, where's, they, where's you and me too? I don't know who that is. Is that one of the syndicate guys? He's probably with Barrel. Barrel have any weaknesses, allergies, stuff he doesn't like? Yeah, you know, I, I gave him a full physical when I got here. I don't fucking know. Let's, I just work here. I'm a goblin. Let's not be rude. We don't need to be rude to each other. We were such friends. Well, fuck you, man. Where's my dose? Oh, I'm sorry. Do you know what? I didn't realize it was going to be this kind of conversation. And then I just go over and knock on the door and then open it. And a small halfling girl, she's about <laughs> six years old, about two and a half feet tall, with porcelain skin, pure black eyes black hair and pigtails and a black tutu comes in wielding a knife. And I say, oh, sorry, little girl, this isn't for you. You're not supposed to be in here. And she just starts singing quietly, slowly advancing, singing, tell him what he needs to know or else I'm going to cut your throat. Look, 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 look. <laughs> I need, I need, uh, look, I, I, I need, I need my dose, man. I need my dose. I'm seeing weird shit. I'm seeing weird shit. I'm seeing this weird little I'm girl, sorry, man. You, know, you just got to answer the questions. Who's this little girl, man? I don't want to see this little girl anymore. Sorry, Give me my I, dose. All I hear is somebody just saying, fuck you a minute ago. I mean, that, that, ah, uh, it's unfortunate but I'm hallucinating. I'm clearly hallucinating. There's a creepy girl. Oh no, she's real. No, what? Yeah. I thought it was a little girl, but it is. And I just walk up very, very slowly and just press the dagger point into her throat and just whisper in her ear, I'm real. Oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. Laura, I'm gonna give you one point of uh, inspiration <laughs> for this nightmare feel you've just given us. Um, and I'm gonna let you roll an intimidation check with advantage. Okay. 24 total. Yeah, she's fucking talking. What would you like to know so we can skip the conversation and I can just give you the information? Guess that is how you bad cop. <laughs> <laughs> See, Quinny, you don't put the knife in. You yeah. just put it near. I think we just want to know where are the goblins located, how many are on shift, that kind of stuff where it's like, what do we need to know to save us yeah. having to surveil the town for sure. like a week? So what she can explain is Greywater installed barrel and then he brought in the goblins and, and got the operation up and running. The syndicate also delivered something to the temple facility, which is where the doses began. The serum is is made there. All she knows is the front area, but she knows that there's distillery tanks in the back. She just has never seen them. The goblins all need regular doses to maintain their jacked up state. 
She's seen gray water people come and go, but she doesn't really have any connection to any of them because she's just blacksmithing. All right. We're going to start out your dose for you there, little blacksmithy. And I just re-gag her. And I'm like, little girl. And I take my hammer out and it starts glowing. And I go, what did you do with Juniper? Also, thank you for your help. I'm Echo, but I can be Juniper in a minute. Okay, okay. or you can stay Echo. Are you the same person? Yeah. See, I've heard of multiple personalities, but I've never <laughs> heard of multiple people. No, it's it's me. I feel like you're two sentences away from that idea making sense to me. You're you? Let me become Juniper again, and I'm, then she can explain better. I pull the hammer back, and I'm like, I'm not stopping you. Okay, I'll be back. And I just go back outside to where my chainmail has been left. <laughs> can I, I'm going to follow. <laughs> no, it's weird because I have to like take the dress off and everything and get back into the chainmail. How many outfits do you have with you? Uh, about eight. <laughs> I thought that backpack was big. Okay, I'm going to go over here. Just assumed she had a goblin in it. I was like, Queenie, I know you're on watch, but you're not supposed to watch right now. I'm looking out of the building. Well, she's in the yard, so I mean, you could be looking at a window, right, where she's getting naked. No, like for anyone approaching the building, not like looking down at the front of the building. Oh, so you're on the roof looking at, got it, got it. I'm like, Queenie, don't look this way. There's a naked child. (laughs) God, I don't even know how to process that. I won't look. (laughs) I... Okay, we both face the other way. Uh, and I transform back into myself inside my chainmail. I can turn into different things. I'm going to call you Juniper, the one who buries the lead. What the hell? So you, what you can turn? What else can you turn? Queenie, get down here. This is a good talkie. We done? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we got what we need. So what's what? I don't know. Kind of anything you need me to do. I, sometimes it's just easier to be someone else to get it done. But oh, okay. But how many other people can you turn into? Because we're doing like well, an infiltration thing. Could you turn into a goblin? Yeah. Did you turn into one of the jacked up goblins? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be useful. <laughs> you know all the times, Quinny? Goblins are medium size, right? Yeah, yeah. Where we just pretend that you or me are something? Yeah. She can actually turn into something. I mean, me claiming to be someone's butler, for example, hasn't not worked in our benefit. <laughs> you weren't there for that. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. No, yeah. What did you say when you were pretending to be a butler? I said, I'm wearing your butler's clothes. Chase me. And did he, we got a lot of information and an ally out of that exchange. Did, so. he, did he chase you, though? No, because uh, not <laughs> Pete came down and cut the exchange short. That's a real devil bluff. <laughs> Impressive. Okay, so Quinny, here's what we got. We got about 20 goblins. We got Yumi too, and we got Barrel. They're spread all over the place. This dosing thing is definitely addictive. Do not dose yourself. Holy shit. She's doing real bad in there on that front. Uh, so I see there's kind of a few ways we could do this. We could either sneak through town. Apparently, they're in a bunch of houses, and we could just try to murder them while they're asleep. I mean, it doesn't seem terribly courageous, but... Yeah, feels like been there, done that. Or we could go to the <laughs> distillery and try to brig it to blow and then ambush whoever shows up that way. Sure, that sounds better. If we can find explosives, what are we blowing? Oh, the dose. I'm sure it's blow upable. You're sure about that? Oh, yeah. You think cloning stuff was going to explode? No, and it blew up. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, R.I.P. The blacksmith starts screaming and then suddenly you hear a pop. And blood starts soaking through the bag. I got to go check out this blacksmith. And I go over and open up the bag. And what's happened? So it looks like her muscles have burst and she's dead. So what the dose is keeping their muscles smaller? (laughs) Like they would get bigger without it? This is a really dark idea, friends. But if we take the distillery first and wait like in 10 hours, all the goblins will pop. Then we don't have to fight any of them. Yeah, that's true. I'm thinking goblins in a state of withdrawal. Yeah, goblins coming to the distillery looking for their scheduled dose. I'm just wondering if we we might be creating even more chaos. Blacksmith. And then I look at the corpse and go, oh, nuts. Uh, (laughs) 
here's a different idea. This is just a land of plans, and I like them all. What if we go to the distillery, and we replace the people giving the dose with us, and when they sit in the chair, just murder them? I saw this stage play called Sweeney Todd, (laughs) where people come into a barbershop, then he bakes them into pies. I'm not a baker, so I think we skipped that step. Interestingly, this one was an actual stage play. <laughs> what if we do that? We just go and we be them. So when they come in for their Make dose. them into pies? No, no, no. Skip. I said we skip that part. So we just murder them and then put them in the back. I don't like the thought of them all suffering. So you want the quick jab yeah. in the seat. Yeah. All right. We've decided the ethical thing to do is to attack them while they receive medical treatment. So I agree. (laughs) I think that's the right step. (laughs) So So to clarify, currently your plan is to lure the goblins in whenever they come in for the next dose, pose as attendants, murder them when they get their dose, and then deal with Beryl and Yumi too. Correct. This plan does not represent our actual views on how addicts should be treated. (laughs) Yeah, look, I'm not proud of it. All right, so we're going to go do that. (laughs) So you go to the, um, I guess, are you going to stake out the place? Yeah, we'll case it. Because right now it's like, 12.30 realistically after the meeting? Like, we're yeah, going to be able to like get there by early, one-ish? early morning. You guys are pretty tired because you haven't slept. I want to find some goblin clothes that I'll be able to wear. There's some bloody ones that you can have. I'd prefer non-bloody ones, but if... So demanding. Well, you know what? One of the goblin bakers is like, here, these are for you. And he hands you his clothes. Oh. And he's sitting there shivering. You oh. only got one change of clothes? Yeah, I'm a goblin. How much do you think they pay us here? I don't know. I mean, you work the kitchen. Do you want to trade him one of your outfits? Is that possible? Do you have something fit him? I've always wanted to wear a tutu. You couldn't possibly have always wanted to wear a tutu. I say, Quinny, that's really judgmental. He can have whatever dreams he wants. It's, no, he's right. I didn't realize tutus existed until a few minutes ago, but I thought it was pretty keen. Uh, can have it back after. Juniper, come on. It's his dream. You awoken okay. something in him. He puts it on and he's like, finally, appropriate clothes to bake in. <laughs> he starts like doing frosting stuff. The tutu is scraping the frosting. It is, it is not a good scene. I was going to say, and if you want to suit up to look exactly like the guards, we could go over to the mayor blacksmith shop and get you in the armor and the gear oh oh good idea yes so we're going to traipse over to the mayor's and suit her up as a guard you walk in wakes up he's like oh mayor 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 uh hello again we need you to gear up this uh goblin i thought you'd never ask oh we're gonna need you to change it to a goblin juniper because otherwise it'll be size wrong but but oh sure before i do um seems like if you're asking an elected official perhaps you should use their honorific title mr mayor please put a costume on the goblin (laughs) yes what montage to music juniper do you want for suiting up with the mayor's help I don't, fuck, I don't know. What's Juniper's musical taste? She plays the pan flute. So it's the Kill Bill pan flute theme? It is theme? the Kill Bill pan flute. Yeah, that yeah it, so it should be beautiful. Like the sun is just starting to rise outside as it happens. It should be beautiful, but the mayor is really incompetent. And he's like putting the armor on backwards. And then you're having to take it off and like turn it around and put it on the right way. So like, do, 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 do. And you're like, oh, God damn it. Like, do, 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 do. No, that's, that's a boot. But by the end of it, you look appropriately epic as a minion. <laughs> So I look to Quinny and Juniper. Should we do this now before they figure out the blacksmith is bullshit? Or should we wait until nighttime so we're a little more invisible? This blacksmith situation is a ticking time bomb. We'll do it now. Okay, let's go scope out the distillery and then we'll ambush it when the timing is good. Okay, so Quinny, I imagine you're kind of on uh, lookout duty. Yeah, are we going to get a chance to get a bit of a rest or... or I mean, you could have, but apparently you stayed up all night doing montages. Oh man, I wasn't even involved. I guess I was just watching. This is like, this is Tyler when he stays up too late watching TV. Quinny stayed up too late watching montages and it's time to... Pan flute is entrancing. Yeah. We were all surprised it took six hours for her to change an outfit, but that mayor sucks. He's really (laughs) gumming up the works. We just kept putting like the wrong 
wrong sized armor on her. It, yeah. it was a lot. So yeah, I'll be I'll be lookout for now, and I'll probably be forward scout to get into the distillery as well. Okay, sure. Butthole, you're hiding somewhere. I'm and- imagining. Yeah, we like head to the distillery. I'll hide out, and then they can scout because I'm not sneaky at all. So I'm gonna get caught the moment I go near that fucking building. You can see goblin patrols moving around as usual. How many goblins per patrol? If you don't Two. mind me asking. Okay. Yep. Okay. So Juniper, you are able to approach the distillery in your disguise mm-hmm. very easily without really anyone raising an eyebrow. Okay. The exterior looks very much like the temple used to, which of course it was the mansion that you rebuilt on top of. Quinny, you can see that it looks like the front has been rebuilt, but it still matches everything around it. There just looks to have been some blast damage to the front entrance. And Juniper, for you looking at it, you're like, yeah, it looks like someone literally blew open Mm. a chunk of wall and then rebuilt it. Inside, you can see that it looks like sort of a makeshift clinic. They've kind of pushed a lot of the shelves and a lot of weird kitsch. Mm -hmm. Um, You're seeing a lot of uh, the same logos that Butthole has on his gear. And there's just kind of chairs set up everywhere, and you can see a tall elven doctor in a long coat moving around from chair to chair, kind of just getting things ready. Looks almost like like a blood donor clinic. Greetings. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, who, who, who are you? I'm Grintok. Grintok. Uh, are you, uh, you on duty here today, or are I, you here I for am. your dose? No, I'm, I'm on duty to supervise the dosage. Are they, are they really sending goblins to watch the dosage now? They are. Do you want me a deception check, please? With advantage. 24. Woof. He rolls his eyes and says, well, all right, I guess that's acceptable. Um, the uh, As you know, the, the first shift should be coming through any minute now. How's your dosage doing? It's doing excellently. So I don't think I've seen you before, so you must not have been in yesterday. You must be pretty hard up for a dose. You sure? And he pulls out a, to your eye, it almost looks like a hand crossbow, but it's mm-hmm. metal and it seems to have a, a glass tube on the end of it and a long needle and a trigger. I will give it to myself in private. <laughs> I haven't known a goblin to be too modest before, but your armor does look oddly put on. I mean, that gauntlet's on the wrong arm. But uh, you know what? Sure. Here you go, weirdo. And he hands you uh, the gun. Thank you very much. I'll wait here. And he gestures back to the back area. And I basically just try to, like, position myself so I dose, like, the corner of the room where maybe there (laughs) might be, like, a water leak anyways and no one will notice. (laughs) It's like you're squirting it into a plant. Okay, so you move over to the corner. As you're examining the injector... It's unlike anything you've ever seen. Uh, there seem to be little lights on it for some reason. Uh, it seems to be oh. heavy metal. And very odd to your eyes, there's sort of a rectangular box that seems to be lit somehow with a number. What's the number? It seems to be 100%. And I asked the elf, what does the 100% mean? Oh, that's just how much of the dose is there. Do you give partial doses? <laughs> Come on. Who am I? Some kind of shitty human doctor? No, of course. Look, you want to say big and strong, don't you? Isn't that what all you little goblins like? Well, like of saying course. big and strong? So you take your full dose. I'm just curious. Curiosity is a bad <laughs> thing for goblins to have, and he starts to look suspicious. Can you roll me, please, a deception check? 22. <laughs> so he starts to make his way over, and he's like, I don't, well, you know, honestly, goblin physiology has never been my strong suit. So you go ahead and do your thing. Thank you. So you go over to a corner and you pull the trigger, mm-hmm. but nothing happens. I look to Goblin Jr. next to me where I'm hiding outside. And I go, I can't wait until they come back and tell me what they saw so we can plan how to get in there. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at Del. 
Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dom Doms and Dragons. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The influence of Freemasonry is undeniable. But who are these mysterious apron-wearing craftsmen, and what are they up to? For centuries, hater-ass conspiracy theorists have attempted to answer these questions. Two Flat Earthers Kidnap a Freemason, starring Zane Schacht as Randy Dunning, Lauren Grace Thompson as Gail Kruger, and Matthew Woodcock as Walter Clay. I just want to go on the record right now and say that I, Randy Dunning, am 100% anti-gravity. Like, subscribe, and share your way to the truth when two Flat Earthers kidnap a Freemason.